we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark, our holiday edition. We are on the second round of this. It means we're in week two, Chingai. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm under the weather right now. <laughs> oh no! But you know, it's the best time to be sick because like what better way to spend your day in bed than to be watching week two of Countdown to Christmas and our first Miracles of Christmas movie too. <laughs> You know what? I've always been a fan of the Miracles of Christmas. And who knows? Maybe this week we'll be a fan again. We shall see. But we will jump right in because you've got four movies to cover. Three from Countdown's Christmas. And like I mentioned, one from Miracles of Christmas. So we will kick it off with our grading on a curve naughty list. And I would just say naughty list in general. I think we've hit our first dud of the season with Christmas by Design starring Rebecca Dalton and Jonathan Kitts. So a fashion designer gets accepted into a Christmas challenge to create a new holiday-themed collection and not only finds the inspiration for her next line, but decides to redesign her approach to what's more important in life. I think these two actors, I wouldn't say relative new, new faces. We've seen Jonathan Kelts in a bunch of other movies. He's played like a, a prince of some sorts in some time and like randos in another. This girl is your usual blonde and... You know, in the grand scheme of things, are they good to look at? Yes. But I know I gave that saying that pretty people can do anything. Well, you've got to be extra pretty because these people were just basic pretty and they cannot do anything. Ouch! I- <laughs> For the I'm community in- of Brooks Band? <laughs> You're calling him generic? <laughs> I, I am, how do I put this? You know, I guess the trope that they were trying to have here is the Grinch. And now I love that there is equal opportunity Grinching in both men and women in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. Because, you know, Rebecca Dalton played a character that didn't want to go home for Christmas and was so focused on um, her fashion career. But of course, with a secret story, secret hurt of her father who had passed away doing this Christmas pageant of sorts. And they were going to be decommissioning this Christmas tradition. I... I didn't hate it. Let's be fair. I did watch it at 1X as I do most of these things now because what is time? And I found that it was just lacking. We've seen silly plots, but I just wasn't buying into this like, you know, I'm in a Christmas design competition and I am designing for like a department store and oh, I'm going to choose pajamas. Like, I mean, okay, cool. You're not charming enough. I think that was the problem. Neither of these actors were charming enough. And the supporting cast wasn't very endearing. There was Mm -hmm. nothing, there was no hook for me. It Mm -hmm. kind of made me feel like it was the Miracles of Christmas movie because it was a bit treacly. Mm -hmm. And there was not enough humor or just some, you know, some sort of self-awareness. But, you know... Hallmark throughout many of their movies, they're becoming more and more meta and, you know, talking about, you know, Christmas traditions, which I find funny, but... I just wasn't a fan, and grading on, again, the grand scheme of all 40-plus movies you'll watch this season, I doubt I will remember this movie by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But that's I'm a just fan me. of coveralls. <laughs> so it's, a good, it's a good look. It's a good the, look. The look, yeah. Um, fashion design movies in the Hallmark universe just never cut it, right? Yeah. They never get it right, so... I don't know. Speaking of fashion movies, we're moving on to the next one starring <laughs> our other fashion girl, J.C. Elliott, uh, along with my favorite uh, older bro's best friend, Brant Dorothy. 
with Joy You Know Well. I'm never letting go of that movie, by the way. Okay. When a romantic painting of a Christmas market captures the imagination of copy editor Leah, she is sent to France with pragmatic reporter Mark to uncover the mystery behind the artist. The best part of, 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 of this movie is the location. I think the charming French town was, <laughs> was pretty to look at. This is like your basic fairy tale movie where, you know, we have starry-eyed girl with a dead dad, you know, <laughs> dreams of, it's always with a dead dad, dreams of love. Because she has that, that inane book from childhood, The Doctor and the Maid. What the fuck was that? <laughs> And so her copy editor just happens to have read that same Doctor and the Maid story growing up. And they're set on assignment together. Very like that Andrew Walker movie with Bethany Joy Lentz, not from Hallmark. What was that? Snowed Christ- in Christmas. Snowed in Christmas, yeah. Yeah, so they get sent on assignment out of town and, you know, they're 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 at each other's throats. Their, their work styles are very different. But of course, you know, they end up finding so many things in common. Also, this oh. place on the Pulaha double holiday yes. um, work dynamic with the copy editor and the journalist. And, you know, it's cute. But, Patty, you did have a point when you talked right, right before hitting the record button that it, it just matched up too much. There, mm. there wasn't enough of, like, friction, I think, in this, in this whole movie. And that's kind of sad because Brand Doherty and apparently his wife wrote the script oh. for this movie. I think, okay, I'm going to come in defense of Brandt, <laughs> who I will forever be defending. Um, I, I think there was just a mismatch. I like J.C. Elliott, but mm. I, I feel like she wasn't the right person for this role. Mm. And I actually spent last night trying to think of like who would make a better, <laughs> who would make a better uh, copy editor here. And my pitch is okay. Amy Teagarden. I think Ooh. that she would... You know, she's not like, she's naive and she's innocent, but she's not like too naive the way JC is. She's not super green. Yeah. And I think she could like play off the, the gruffness of Brand a little better. I don't know. That, I, that's my thing. I love it. No, when you told me that you weren't feeling JC and I, I got into it, I was, I was really hoping and I'm rooting for her. I am really proud of Hallmark for sticking to their guns and backing this woman. Like, we need this. I can't believe there's only one JC. And by that, I mean a less than, like, a more than size four actress on the channel. Like, I am loving this. And it pains me to not be, like, the biggest fangirl of this movie because I want this to work. And does this mean, like, I loved her in, like, the Southern, like, you know, Louisiana Uh Christmas last year and, you know, in Romance in Style with Ben Hollingsworth. Like, I like her. And so... It made me a bit sad. I feel like Brant Doherty, who was incredibly handsome in this movie and uh, did a pitch-perfect rendition of a uh, Palaha impression. It was a Palaha cosplay. And as he should, Chris Palaha is the gold standard of Hallmark leading men. And Brant Doherty is just waiting in the wings, ready to step up. So I hope we give him another chance next year because every time you would do that, like, gruff, rough, like, you know, flying by the seat of my pants kind of mm-hmm. shooting from the mm-hmm. hip kind of journalism i was just like this guy's really cute like mm-hmm. i just kept thinking that and i felt bad that i wasn't rooting more for 
um, the two of them. And okay, fine. I kind of didn't like the kid. Sorry. Oh my god, yes. Uh, like <laughs> the, I'm like the, the French kid. There's not. Fr- I don't care if the kid's French. The kid is still a kid. And yeah. I was just like, uh, I'm gonna give you an internship one day, please, please. I don't need this in my life. Okay. I think I think they could have made it more interesting if like they had that sharing one bed trope. Yeah. At the end, that then maybe that could have spiced things up a little bit, but yeah. maybe that's too progressive for Hallmark. I don't know. We're just glad that JC's there, but let's keep pushing. Let's the keep envelope. pushing. Exactly, mm-hmm. we're gonna keep holding the bar higher. Um, we it was again enjoyable movie. It just I had higher hopes for it, considering everything. And yes, what the fuck was that made and the doctor? That is the most random, <laughs> stupid fable made up ever. <laughs> I was, I couldn't, every time they bring it up, I'm like, shut up. Like, if you took a shot for every time they brought that movie up, you would be at least tipsy. And And you know how, like, when they bring up the movie, it kind of fades into this sepia thing where, you know, Christmas Waltz did it perfectly. (sighs) When When they did that, like, in the beginning with the dancing and everything, you know, that's the way you do it, romance, right. But but this this fable is Fucking is fable. not as bad as Wizard of Oz. No 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 far 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 far. But also it was way 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 overdone. Yeah, just like ugh. anyway, Hallmark do better. Put these two in a different thing because we like them both. But this is the one where the sum of its parts, you know, didn't make up for. Anyway, whatever that uh, saying is, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, our third movie for the week. Um, We finally have our first Miracles of Christmas movie. So this is the first of the season from the Miracles of Christmas. And, you know, I have a soft spot for the Hallmark movies and mysteries. Because with Miss Christmas Comes to Town, starring Erica Durans, Barbara Niven, and the man... We shall not be named, but we keep the naming him. The legend. <laughs> <laughs> Zaddy forever, Brandon Elliott. Okay. So a shopping channel host known as Miss Christmas receives a terminal diagnosis, which inspires a multi-city excursion set to spread Christmas cheer before her farewell broadcast. We need Miss Christmas camera ready in 20. And we'll be right back. I do wish I had better news to share with you. Christmas is a magical time where the impossible becomes possible. I want us to go on tour. Visit communities that could use just a little extra Miss Christmas magic. Yay! I Miss mean, Christmas comes to Hallmark town. is playing Only with me because they know <laughs> in my heart of hearts, no matter how much I hate on Voldemort secretly, I love him. Okay? Brandon Elliott, you own us. Fuck this. And then they put in Barbara Niven. They put in my mortal enemy of Chesapeake Mom in the same movie. Of course, they're not the love team. That's not, it's not the pairing. But the fact that she plays a pretty pivotal role in this was like a tease to me and a sucker punch. And yet, and yet, right before we hit record, when Shingai and I were discussing how we were ranking this, far and away, this was better then Joyo Noel, Joyo Christmas, whatever the name of that other movie was. <laughs> and that kind of freaks me out because what is this? Why am I liking movies with Barbara Niven? So we've seen this like, you know, tour of Christmas thing many times before. We've seen it with like Chad Michael Murray and that brothers like mm-hmm. 
you know, travel movie. With a Jesse Shram. Exactly, yeah. with a Jesse Shram, mm-hmm. you know, where they're producing. So here we have Erica Durance, who is a, she's not my favorite leading lady. She kind of gives me like, I want to be Kimberly Sustad, but I'm not quite wow. there. Like, ooh, wow. Wow, shots fired. <laughs> Bold. You know what? We didn't do any other episodes this year. It's just the Christmas special. We're going guns a blazing. Yeah. (laughs) Taking no prisoners. So for me, it was an interesting plot line in that she was the protege of this beloved Christmas quote-unquote character. Essentially, Miss Christmas is a character. I love that they have a, I love a home shopping network kind of vibe because we like that with, again, um, Mystic River Girl. Yeah, and of course. and, And so we love a home shopping network trope. And I like that Hallmark is just so self-aware of how huge they've made Christmas that they're literally calling out that, yeah, we do Christmas all year round. And I'm like, yes, yes, this is basically a Hallmark like inspired thing. And I think really the biggest Christmas miracle here is that I did not hate Barbara Niven. I think it was because they were killing her off that I felt Oh so my cool. god. <laughs> cutting this am i too harsh um no no no. but she wasn't she wasn't i didn't hate her in this film um i actually felt for her and her like secondary love story with that Mm -hmm. old actor friend of hers i know that i'm somehow avoiding discussing erica durance and brennan elliott but brennan elliott guys plays a nurse that is undercover for our terminally ill Barbara Renevin. And in the movie, he is supposed to be play acting as the producer's like godson or nephew who is shadowing the crew. It is wild, guys. There's a lot of details going on here. <laughs> but what made me laugh so hard is that when he and Erica Durance first meet in a meet-cute blind date, where Erica Durance just puts all her cards on the table and is, you know, trying to be slightly manic pixie dream girl to this guy. He just kind of looks at her in awe. And that's the thing about Brennan Elliott. When he looks at you, he's looking at you. And I'm like, you know, it's that stare TM. And so he's got that look down. And even if, even if you got to stretch your belief to believe that this quote-unquote nurse who is reevaluating his life choices is now a host on the Home Shopping <laughs> Network, you know what? I'll buy it. I will buy this shit because Brennan Elliott is selling it to me. He mm-hmm. is selling it to me so good. You can put this man in a red suit and he does not mm-hmm. look like Santa Claus. He looks really good. Like, mm-hmm. this is what happens when you put top quality actors in the most random banana plot lines. Because he, I was sold. I'm like, yes. Yes, you're a nurse who's play acting and is now a host on the sh- He He delivered his line so well. There was not no stumbling for him. Erica Duran stumbled a lot more and she's the one who works in TV. Like, come on, Brennan, mm-hmm. sell me anything. I am yours. I want to look at this movie as like a Barbara Niven, Brennan Elliott picture and just forget <laughs> about Erica Durant's altogether. <laughs> like, what if it was Miss Christmas and the nurse who got together? What if? I think I would still be sold because Brennan Elliott, when he turns on the charm, there is no turning it down. I swear, <laughs> he sells it so well. He's such a natural. So, so Christmas in Vienna. Oh, when... Except when he was doing that wine movie, I didn't like that. But this, this he did really, really well. And I remember like the first scene. So 
it's a blind date and she mistakes Brennan Elliott for the guy she's supposed to yeah. meet up with. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with his hair? It's like, he, he's got like, um, I don't know, his hair's like sticking out in yeah. all directions. And yeah. like, what's his 90s haircut? And no wonder they made it him ugly on purpose because of course they're going to give him a makeover when he comes on as the host as the co-host of the show exactly of course they have to give him the makeover and of course they're going to give him a red suit and of course he looks fabulous it's mm-hmm. Brandon Elliot I loved it what I didn't like about this movie and I do have one thing to say is that I feel like the cutesy elements that we've gotten used to with Hallmark we're put here and we're kind of out of place for Miracles of Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, where they had them do like a, I don't know, like a donut bake-off <coughs> or something on the show. And it's just like these these two grown people, you know, like doing the cookies and like throwing flour and like having this competition. I just, it was like, I think they've aged out of that. And I don't mean that in like a, you know, in a bad way. I feel like they could have done something else that was more appropriate to, I don't know, their station in life yeah. or something. It, it was just too cutesy for me. And I know Brennan Elliott can, you know, do cute things, sure. But I felt like it was a little out of place and they could have done something a little more, I don't know, mature. Because that's that's what we expect from Miracles of Christmas. None of this, you know, none of this like, puffy, fluffy stuff. Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. If it was Kimberly Sustad with Brennan Elliott, oh, would you mind? Would you mind? I wouldn't. You, I see, wouldn't. Exactly. That's what I mean. You just put the right people and suddenly all the problems of the movie go That's away. That's right. Okay, okay. So, proposal. Um, We replace J.C. Elliott, who we love, who we love, who we love, with Amy T. Garden. And then we swap Erica Durant's out for Kimberly Sustad and we've got a perfect set. We've got the perfect, the perfect lineup. Perfect mm-hmm. movies. All right. No but... When we're back, guys, we actually have, I mean, I wouldn't call it the perfect movie, but considering this week, it was the perfect movie. When we're back on But Make It Hallmark. Welcome back to week two of But Make It Hallmark. And I'm back with Patty for our best of, <laughs> best of the week. We're talking about Mystic Christmas, starring Jesse Schramm, Chandler Massey, Patty Murin, and William R. Moss. Juniper travels to Mystic, Connecticut during the holidays to work at the Rehabilitation Center and Aquarium. She reconnects with Sawyer, the owner of the pizza shop. You look healthy, you look strong. Work shouldn't be your only love. Quick question. Yes, my brother still lives in Mystic. Come home and seal the deal with your one and only Christmas crush. How are the seals? All the seals in the entire world? Yeah. And who knows, maybe we will fall for each other all over again. And we will be right back to where we started. I was joking. But you never know. Mystic Patty Christmas. has never oh been a uh, Barbara Niven fan. I have not seen a Jessie Schramm movie that I've liked ever. She was in that like cowboy singer movie and in the Chad bad. Michael Murray Christmas yeah, movie too. One, yeah. And like every time it's her, I I just get a like a sour feeling <laughs> in my stomach. <laughs> like like oh this isn't gonna be good. And when I saw the previews for this, I was like, uh, because Chandler Massey, while I don't find him offensive, um, 
He's <laughs> never sold a movie for me. He's, okay, we call it hilaw in yep. in Filipino, which what, what what does that translate into raw? <laughs> yeah, it's like undercooked. Right. Like, yeah. Right. So so oh, he, he green. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Green. Yeah. So it's like we haven't found the, the right temperature for Chandler Mask yet. The, so given given that scenario, the the one thing that made me happy when this movie opened up was Patty Murin. Because like every time yes. she's the side character and not the lead, she does so well. I think she works perfectly as a character actress. You know, because last year was when she when she led a movie, right? The like, yes. singing movie and with Brendan Penny. Oh Never my god, forget. yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. So anyway, with her as the best friend, I was feeling really good. And then you know what? Jesse Schramm just like totally transformed for me. I think she found her niche. I think she needs to do comedy. This is comedy set in an aquarium, set in Connecticut. It's very What's that movie with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore where it's like 50 first dates because she's working with seals Aww. and animals and it's very comedic because they have these three interns. I prefer having these grown interns than hmm. having a bunch Children. of kids. Yes. Because then the dynamic is more interesting. Yes, they're there for comic relief, but they also move the story along. They all have roles. You know, they have these little bits, which I appreciate. And okay, so the the whole thing is uh, Jesse and Chandler had this like weird hookup, I guess, 10 years ago in Patty Murin's wedding. And it was never spoken about again because apparently she sent him this very embarrassing email, which is so relatable, you know, <laughs> talking about talking about their connection and whatnot. And he never replied. Or he says he replied, but but she, she says never got he it. didn't. Yeah. And and that's such a real, you know, that that's that conundrum, that argument, that like facts versus fiction thing is very real. So we're working with these very simple outlines that make for a really fun, fun dynamic. This movie just had me laughing a lot. I watched it at 1x. It is a 1x movie, I have to say. The chemistry builds up because Chandler Massey, he's such a nice guy. And sometimes, you know, the nice guys can be tricky to play because sometimes they're just nice and there's like no extra oomph there. But I think paired with Jesse Schramm and her character, I think it, they worked well together. How awkward they were together, how they started spending time again together. It's what we want from a Hallmark movie. Plus more, plus seals, cute animals. I don't like animals, but the seals were cute. So, okay, and the, the name of the seal was Peppermint. Like, oh. <laughs> you know what? And to your point of... Two hilaos make a hinog, which to the only people who will understand that are the Filipinos <laughs> listening to this. But two green and raw, you know, undercooked kind of people make it ripe. Hinog is ripe. And honestly, this is Jesse Schramm's turnaround movie. I have I had very, 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 very low hopes for this movie. And it came out on top. And you're right, Patty. Patty Murin is the definitive supporting character because mm-hmm. Love in Iceland still continues to be one of my top favorite yes. Hallmark movies ever. And it's because she was there too, being adorable and nice. And this mm-hmm. was a supporting cast that was good from the chef and the intern that were trying to impress each other to like, you know, how we were so invested in Peppermint and how 
a recollection of a fling from a couple of years back actually lingers with you for so long. I mm-hmm. I really like that by the end of it, they were both able to live out their dreams and no one was compromising for the yes. other. Yes. Because I liked how he decides to travel and she decides to stay and they're like, nope, we're going to do this. Because if it's real, you can fucking wait a year. Come on. They so, did the long distance thing, which exactly. is not a problem yes, for a year. Exactly. <laughs> what is Zoom? What is everything? And she traveled And she too. went to Brussels. Yes, exactly. You know, she met him halfway. That Come on. is exactly what I really liked about this. It felt real and it felt more modern and it felt more realistic and less, you know, small town girl coming to stay and, you know, settling in a, in a small town. So mm-hmm. I really liked that. I also really liked how... Chandler Massey's character was this guy that was stretching himself thin and bending over backwards to be liked, uh, a typical people pleaser. And there was that line from Patty Muir and his sister, I, I think, who told him that, like, you know, you don't have to, you know, do all these things for these people for them to like you. They just like you because you are you. And as a chronic people pleaser, that oh. hit home so hard. And I'm like, Patty Muir Stop it. But also, I kind of think it hit Chandler Massey too. And you could tell that he was burning it on both ends, trying to just be everything for everyone. And it's not realistic and it's not scalable. And I'm happy he had that realization for himself. But also, I want to call out how they would do like these different Christmas traditions all over the world because, again, she likes to travel, blah, blah, blah. We always have these like, these girls don't want to go home for Christmas or whatever. But at least here, we get something out of it. That nice Nordic tradition of picking a book for each other and everybody reads on Christmas Eve. Super cute. I kind of want to steal it. I kind of want to try it beautiful i'm learning something i'm i'm entertained i'm not annoyed at jesse shram this is a christmas miracle also it's the second movie where we have a planetarium and i love planetariums they're like a dream date place for me i didn't really like feel that last week with our previous movie but with the northern lights in this planetarium i was just feeling i was feeling it i love that I mean, you know what? Congratulations, I guess, the Mystic Christmas for, I think, it's second week. And I'd like to think that, you know, hey, we're warming up. We're getting we're getting mm-hmm. to the good parts and uh, a good, good, good surprise. But before we end this, I'm just going to dive right in because we can't end an episode without our favorite segment, Mary Kill. And Chingai, I mean, I think... We obviously start off with our kills. And uh, I want to uh, apologize um, because I'm not killing Barbara Niven, (laughs) who I almost always kill when she shows up, guys. This is really, truly a turning point for me in terms of maturity, but also in the fact that I have so much anger (laughs) inside of me for her. Um, I am choosing to kill um, Rebecca Dalton. That was just like a, what was that movie? What was she doing? I, I, I just had no no love for her nothing i wasn't supporting her i just wanted her to go away like yeah no no no, not cool sorry girl i'm killing you off i'm killing her partner so you know (laughs) perfect perfect match this movie is gone all right yeah i love it moving on that was fast Mm -hmm. obviously (laughs) (laughs) here we go you know what smile on her face i wonder why so you know what 
Christmas is all about abundance, and I'm not just gonna pick one. I am having a threesome mm. with my fucks, um, mm-hmm. and it is gonna be a fuckathon with Voldemort, Brennan Elliot, and Brent Doherty because I couldn't choose. Like the gruffness, the charm, uh, the hello Zaddy, hello hello Brent Doherty, just like coming into my screen, and I'm like yes yes yes. <laughs> so sorry, Chingai. I know, and I will share if indeed you need. But I'm fucking them both. Okay. That's okay. Because while you're busy fucking them both, I'll be busy fucking Chandler Massey. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. I mean, he can't catch a break. I think he needs some fun and excitement in his life. So he's going to be my F for the week. (laughs) And I'm going to take over as soon as you're done because I'm marrying Bram Doherty. This week, I love, you know, serious reporter can do the news, reports on war. Let's let's do it. And then when you're done with Chandler Massey, I will marry him because he just takes care of people. And you know He's what? I will take care of him back. He's a bit of a soft boy, I'll admit. And I know I love me the Brand Doherty, large shoulders, gruff man. But there was something about Chandler Massey this week where I'm like, oh. The good guy. The good guy finished first in Jesse Schramm's heart. What? But yeah, I'm just, I, I just want to take care of him. And I want him to take care of me. And I want us to settle down in that nice little mystic town. And this sometimes so we awesome. travel. I so love it. it. <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm still in shock that it's our number one movie of the week. I am. I mean, who knew Jesse Schramm? Who? This really, truly is a miracle of Christmas, and we're very, very excited to unearth more. Because I think next week we're seeing, like, aren't we seeing Heartland Girl? And Tyler Hines. And Janelle Parrish. And Janelle Parrish. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we're very excited, but until then, follow us on our socials at ButMakeItHallmark on Instagram and at MakeItHallmark on Twitter. We'd love for you to tell us what you guys are thinking about this crop of movies. I don't think there was a big Christmas event this year, which made me sad because there wasn't a lot of Instagram stories and TikToks and reels from Tyler Hines. But instead, we're going to get him next week. So excited for that. Thank you, Chingai. Thanks, Patty. Talk to you next week. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.